This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Miss Funky Dineva Ross, and y'all know me as, as Q. Y'all, welcome back to the first episode of TGIF of the new year. Yes, God, hunting. I hope the new year brings y'all everything y'all are looking for. And I am back with my fabulous, 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 fabulous co-host and pocketbook thief, Mr. Al Reynolds. Al, what's going on, brother? Did you say pocketbook thief? I said pocketbook thief. Al, why you got your Kappa Alpha Psi stuff on this Wednesday? Because tomorrow is J5, which is our happy founders day to all the brothers of Kappa Alpha Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. It will be our 112th anniversary. You know, we were founded on January the 5th, 1911. And I just want to give a shout out to all those of Amazing brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi. We know just to name a few that uh, uh, Robert Johnson, Bob Johnson was one of the first black male billionaires in the United States, Kappa Alpha Psi. And our present first black speaker of the house, Q, in this political cycle, Hakeem Jeffries is a brother of Kappa Alpha Psi. Just naming all the incredible men of achievement in every field of every human endeavor of members of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Well, Happy yes, God, honey, one time for the pretty boys of Kappa Alpha Psi. And just <laughs> in the nick of time, y'all, I'm finna give my sister back her seat because God knows I did not feel like driving this bus tonight. Y'all give it up for my sister, Claudia Jordan. Hey, Claudia, girl. Hey, what's up, boys? How y'all doing tonight? We, I'm doing better now that you're here to do your damn job. <laughs> back, bitch. I like riding in the back, honey. It's a lot of pressure oh sitting my up God. in the front, honey. Apologies to you guys. <laughs> I'm out here in LA and I just did Jason Lee's show and with Lunell, we was wilding out. So I'm sorry that I cut, I cut it that close to the wire. So I'm sorry. What y'all drinking on tonight? Y'all sipping on anything? Not a damn thing. I've been up since four o'clock this morning. You know, I'm in Atlanta doing uh, Dish Nation and some other things while I'm out here and I am tired. So I am drinking water. I'm hydrating. Because you know what? This year, y'all already know what I'm doing and I'm not backsliding this year. Oh, I am unlocking... My better self. Okay, what does that exactly mean now? Because don't worry I, about I, all that. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. I'm no, unlocking my better self. I just need you to shut the hell up and be supportive. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I need to know because you talk about this a lot. Well, Claudia, have you mean? realized that it's a lie? <laughs> he backslides on a regular. We, it's something we tease you about every week, right? And I feel like we kind of just let it slide all of last year. So when you say unlocking my better self, is it like this weekend or is it a life thing? Well, it's a life thing. I'm trying to change my life. And so I'm starting out the new year drinking less. And, and, the, and the first step of unlocking your better self is being more healthy and being more conscious of what you put in your body. So we're going to start there, Claudia. You know what? Each episode, I'll reveal a step in unlocking your better self. How about that? No, because oh, we're not we going to start with no, not drinking. We're not going to believe it. We're not going to believe it. That would be a no. I'm drinking vodka, Claudia. <laughs> You're drinking vodka. Q, yeah, what are you just, drinking? Nothing. Just, no. Water, spit. <laughs> uh, well, I'm in LA. I got to go to my favorite Jamaican restaurant. So I got to get some uh, cola champagne, which I love Caribbean food, Caribbean drinks, Caribbean everything. So anyways, hey, y'all, before we get started, uh, I want to we want to send our thoughts and prayers to the family and friends of Barbara Walters, who passed away last week at the age of 93. She's an icon in the talk show space. So we definitely want to give her her respect and her props. 
she definitely changed the game and she was iconic. Anybody have anything to say? Al, I'm sure you knew her. She's at your wedding or something. You knew her. <laughs> she was. You know, I've had some very intimate moments with Barbara, and I can tell you that she will be greatly missed. And thank you for forging the way for all the great black females in media and entertainment and doing talk shows like Claudia Jordan, uh, Sherry Shepard, Tamron Hall, Gail King, Oprah Winfrey, all of them. I feel like in some way or another, she touched every single one, one of those women's lives in sports, I mean, in journalism and television. But the Barbara now, that's, that's why I'm unlocking my better self, because Barbara Walters helped unlock these women's careers in sports per Al. In sports. That's what he just said. <laughs> but Al's drinking though. And he got I a book simply out. made nah, it's that jacket. It's that jacket that make him stutter brain. <laughs> it's giving frat boy. Mm-hmm. This is a fraternity <laughs> jacket. What you, you know it don't take much to get in a 1.9 GPA and a smile. Not a 1.9. Mm-hmm. Did I mention all the great men of Kappa Alpha? Girl, we don't want to hear that. Claudia, go on to the next thought. thing. Okay, we don't want right to hear thought. that. All right. And they don't wear heels at their graduation. Just saying. <laughs> oh, we throwing shade in 2023. <laughs> all right, y'all, listen. Uh, let's get into the show. Um, after welcoming his newborn daughter, Diddy revealed on Instagram Live that he's interested in having more children. And while reflecting on his year, Diddy said, had a new baby. And bleep, gonna have some more too. Are y'all here for Diddy having more kids? And are you in- you guys interested in having any kids? Al, let's start with you. Sure. You know, congratulations to Diddy on this new um, added addition. Um, we know what is her name, Donna or Dana, something like that. She happens to be what appears to me one of the most beautiful cyber security specialists I've ever seen in the industry. Um, but there's a part of me that feels like this is not healthy. It's not healthy for him to do it. It's not healthy for Nick Cannon to do it. In my opinion, you know, you can have all the money that you want, right? And you can father a hundred kids if you can afford it. But in Diddy's case, my issue with him is that you can't make a single one of those women, you can't like make them an honest woman by marrying anyone. You're just gonna go out here and keep making babies forever. What is that about? What is that trend about? And what is, who are these women that are willing to participate in this trend and be disrespected in this way? Q, what you think? Would you be one of these baby mamas? I, I definitely would. I mean, I definitely think this this is a smoke signal for Carisha. Get to the bag, honey. You, you better make sure the next two he push out, if they not from Dana, they better be from you. And you know what, Al? I mean, I 100% agree with you, but I also think we're being a bit presumptuous here because he said he wants more children. He may want them all with the Asian lady. He may all want him with her. You know what I'm saying? And he may actually spend time with, with him when he's over there. We just got to wait and see um, who is with. But at least, you know, Carisha knows that there is room for her to get a child support check for the next 18 years if she would like, because Diddy definitely said he is open to having more children. Well, she did too, right? She said the same thing. Well, I, I, I just They're they prepping us. I think they're hiding something. It, it, is it just really that simply just about the money, though? I for, mean, for, for those who don't have, yeah. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate and it sucks, but yeah. It seems like all the women that Diddy has had children with are all successful women in their own right. They've all had careers from Misa to Kim to uh, the, the cyber security woman to to um, to Sarah. Everyone's had something going on. They're not these aren't bum ladies that are desperate for food. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like these are women that got shit going on. They got. I kind of feel like some of these men are on this ego thing where it's like the babies is just about more about their ego and just like being fruitful, making all these kids. Cause look at Nick Cannon. It seems like he's starting to regret a little bit that he made all these babies in whatever vibe he was caught up in. And now he's feeling the reality of it where he can't really find the time to see them all. And like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like these men are kind of just having this like midlife crisis. Like, okay, I'm in my fifties now. Let me just do something. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
Can be Carisha, me. you better get you two or three if you can, honey. Now, let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> Baby, you better let that Asian lady get all the money, bitch. You better recycle that money in the black community. I'm just saying, I'm all for black old business, okay? And if the business is pushing out black babies, then I'm all for support women in business, support black women entrepreneurs, black owned business, uh, shop black, buy black, hunch black, child support <laughs> black, go to court. Black, raise black, you don't you, baby? You better let all that black money go to the Asian community. I'm just saying. I, I feel you, but why can't you marry black and build black? Oh, honey, we gotta listen. We gotta start where we can start. He ain't talking about marriage, okay? He talking about having babies, and if that's what he giving, right? Listen, listen, Claudia. The man ain't said nothing about marriage, okay? He's fifty five years old. Well. He need to be talking about burial insurance at that point, okay? <laughs> not not doggone marriage, okay? He ain't gonna be around long enough to get nobody no fruitful damn marriage. I, she might she might be better off. She might get more mileage out the damn child support than she would the ma- the marriage. So listen, we gonna get what we can right now for the black community. This is in the name of the NAACP and the black community. Carisha, you better one up that Asian bitch and get you two kids, okay? Carisha, birth control. Birth control. You good. You got that. City girls up. All right, y'all. Angela, speaking of kids, Angela Bassett's 16-year-old son, Slater Vance, issued an apology after receiving backlash for taking part in the viral TikTok trend of faking the death of a celebrity. Now, Michael B. Jordan uh, was the celebrity at, uh, that, that he pretended was dead. Uh, let's take a look. Did you? Wait, mom, dad. Did you did you hear this? Michael B. Jordan dead at 35? Uh-uh, 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 uh
the mother gave the daughter a sympathy card to give to me that I gave to my mother. If I'm dead, how am I getting a sympathy card to give to my mother? Like, what? How is this funny in any way to pretend that someone that we love to watch, that we've all followed his career, is dead? Imagine if I put out there, Al Reynolds died, y'all. Just to see someone's reaction, Funky Danivas, all the people that love you and care about you would really be feeling a way about that. And like, I don't even see like the stuff on TikTok. I do like before I thought like the right was overreacting to this banned TikTok thing. It's poisonous. But now I'm seeing that they are letting a lot of stuff fly that they would never let. You got to be suspicious of a company that would let some things fly here that they would not allow in their own country because then it was bad for their society in the whole. You know? Yep. Now, I, I did hear that somebody had did one where they're like, Mom, Dad, Michael Jackson dead at 58. And then the parents were like, oh, my God, what? And then they paused and was like, oh, shoot, he's been dead. OK, I can get jiggy with that. But, but speaking death over living people like that, that's just not cool in my book. I, I think we've all been traumatized enough in the, since 2020 in the past, actually the past like four or five, six years that we don't need anything, any extra trauma right now to give anybody any other reasons to do anything crazy. So we accept your policy, but don't do it again. All right, y'all, quick commercial break. We'll be back with more TGIF, the first show of the new year, right after we return. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to TGIF. Happy 2023, fellas. How was y'all y'all New Year's? Did y'all do anything special on New Year's Eve? Uh, so, you know, me and my friends, we started a trend now where we uh, get on a yacht. We're in the middle of Biscayne Bay. When the ball drops, we've got 360 degrees worth of fireworks. We throw our wishes for prosperity up into the air and just be all fancy as we can be um, with our fancy, with our fake, faux fancy selves. But that's what I did this new year, just like we did the new year before. And it was amazing. Very nice. Al. Yeah, so I spent some time. I went to uh, Mayor Bowser, the four-term youngest black female mayor in the United States inaugural ball this year. Spent time working on the red carpet there and just enjoying the incredible entertainment that she provided for all of the residents of Washington, D.C. Very nice. I was in Puerto Rico. It was a a trip and uh, wrote down goals in a book. I feel like writing down things and manifest things is very powerful and things I do do not want to accept and things I want to welcome into my life. I do all the things that are my goals. I mean, that I have in my life are not inside the comfort zone and all the things I haven't accomplished yet are outside of the circle. And the goal is to reach outside and kind of ex- extend myself and, t- and try to get there. So, all right. Your money, your money must be funny, honey. Why you ain't go to Aruba? Oh no, I went to Puerto Rico, honey, which was way more expensive than Aruba. My funny is, my money is fantastic. You see the 40 carat. <laughs> I need to get on y'all's level. Count them. 40 uh, carats. <laughs> that's costume jewelry, girl. No, it's not. Uh, yeah. It ain't even shining, girl. I don't see it's, uh, ooh, it. The, the clarity is it's real foggy. Honey, uh, my your screen eyes bad foggy. That, your, your eyes bad from all the alcohol. These are really good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Let's get into this. Talk about manifesting. This story is super cute. Um, Yo Gotti posted a video featuring Angela. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me go back to this real quick. Let me get into this. Yo Gotti and Angela Simmons started the New Year's as a couple, Instagram couple. They went live. They went They went and posted their pictures, confirming their relationship. They both posted individual posts on Instagram. Uh, Yo Gotti posted a video featuring Angela rocking a lavish black dress uh, and evening gloves with a diamond encrusted uh, accessories glistening on her hands with the caption, Ain't lost a crush since high school. And Angela posted a series of photos of herself with Yo Gotti and wrote, you are all I need and more. Yo Gotti has been shooting his shot at Angela since 26. And y'all remember the song down in the DMs when he's mm-hmm. uh, talking about her and he talked about manifesting the relationship, the woman he wanted. What are your thoughts on this new couple 
Q, let's start with, no, Funky, let's, I mean, Al, let's start with you first. What do you think about that? <laughs> Good. I'm here for it. Look, I love, I like it. I, I mean, she's considered hip-hop royalty because of her father, Reverend Run, and, and her uncle, Uncle Russ. Uh, he's considered hip-hop royalty. She's been through so much. She's absolutely beautiful. She lost her husband, or was it her husband or her baby daddy publicly. Um, she's dealt with a great deal of scrutiny. I am just here for her being happy in 2023. And I'm also here for anyone else that's embarking on a new relationship and that are happy and healthy in 2013. Congratulations to the two. I hope it's the love of their life and they take it to the next level. Okay. Q, what you think? So I, I have two thoughts on this, right? So first, I um I like the fact that black love, I will always celebrate black love. And if they are two people that are in love and it's healthy and joyful for both of them, then I'm with it, right? My second school of thought is, and it's a greater conversation to be had at a later date. Why is it that some of us who have no association with the streets whatsoever are drawn to it, right? It's like, you know, Angela, you are a private school baby. You are a trust fund baby. You are a, a, a Park Avenue baby. You don't know nothing about the street life. You ain't never even been in the streets. And your, your baby daddy Sutton, he straight up was a street dude. You know, yo guy, I don't know much about him personally. I know he started from the bottom. Now he here. He may be reformed. Uh, he may be, a, a, you know, an upstanding businessman. It may have done the Jay-Z conversion for all I know. But it just makes me want to have a conversation later about what is this in our culture about the infatuation with the streets, especially when you don't come from it. He, I guess maybe opposites attract, you know, she's a suburban girl that had the daddy and the mom and both parents in the house. And then she's got this guy that he probably is showing her that he's showing up for her. Um, I do think it's cute in this era of toxic masculinity where everyone thinks it's not cool to be cupcaking and being in love and show these hoes love that this man put it out there that he wanted to get at her. And then he did. And it does seem like he's being respect as long as he's being respectful for her. I'm with it. I hope it's just not a trophy thing. And I think it's not. I mean, you think about it. Her dad and her uncle are from the streets. They're from hip hop. This is a part of hip hop. She hip hop culture is in that woman's veins. Everything about this hollers her upbringing. Everything about this hollers the dream. Everything about this hollers dating and loving someone similar to her dad and uncle. I, as long as, like I said, if it's authentic and he really wants her for her, not just because she's Angela Simmons, you know what I mean? Her but dad is a priest and her uncle is a Buddhist. They like, are now. Not really they are now, not when she was growing up in her developmental years. They were in the streets and on the streets and a part of the streets for a very long time in hip hop. Mm. They paved the way for a lot of the artists today, including Irv Gotti. They are rap pioneers. I wouldn't say they were of the streets, but okay. This yeah. is easy. Look at their damn documentaries. They were other streets. Okay. Hey, um, you know, I'm a big Patriots fan and uh, I was a huge Tom Brady fan. He's with the Buccaneers now. So I've, I, I'm a little conflicted right now, but he received a lot of backlash on Twitter after people questioned whether of photos of him and his son, him and his 13 year old son, Benjamin on his IG were appropriate. Someone tweeted, I don't care. These pictures of Tom Brady and his son further show something is off, especially after that video where he made his son give him a long kiss on the lips. Another person tweeted, Tom Brady never fails to make me uncomfortable with how he treats his son. What are y'all's thoughts on the photos and, you know, what people are saying about him and his son? Did you guys see the photos? I did. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. All the people that's commenting on them photos of people come from broken homes. You know what I'm saying? The issue is y'all don't know what love look like with a combination of toxic masculinity. This, this whole thing about a man can't show affection to his child. That is his seed. That is his child. If the child want to sleep in bed with him, that's fine. If he want to hug the child, that's fine. If he wants to touch the child, if they want to sit in the chair, leg to leg while their legs are touching, that is absolutely fine. I hope y'all are not sick enough to be trying to impose imply that anything sexual in nature is going on with that man and his child, because I don't see it. As far as I'm concerned, it, it, it screams to me, if that makes you uncomfortable, in my opinion, it's because you come from a, a, an environment that's either 
toxically masculine or you just don't know what love look what true love from a father to a, a a child looks like regardless of the sex i see nothing wrong with it now what do you think about it I concur with Funky on this. This is what love looks like. You got to know that Giselle is Brazilian. She's a very much affectionate mother. She's always kissing on her kids. I love the fact that what we would consider the most, uh, what, what would he be? The greatest quarterback of all times. The most masculine version of a man is showing us how to love on our young men and our kids. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And no one should be telling uh, a father how to love on their son, period. But just thinking about this, guys, and I have to throw this out there. I got to. Speaking of NFL stars, I got to send thoughts and prayers going to Dahmer um hamlin that young man that got knocked out and had a cardiac arrest at the football game i gotta send prayers up to him and his family apologize for that so he had a gofundme for a toy drive that was up for a couple years and he was just trying to raise twenty five hundred dollars and last i checked early it was over six million million dollars i got so emotional seeing that like the 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 that was really of 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 love and we got to get into skip bayless and Shannon Sharp on the next show, we'll talk about their drama yeah. about this. And it was Skip's tweet appropriate. I'm gonna say this about Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the guy that people love to hate. Um, you know, when you had like back in high school, think about the captain of the football team or the head cheerleader. They seemed like they had the perfect life. They had the two parent home. They had the perfect house, the p- white picket fence, the dog, the this, the that, the this. And you kind of like resent them because you're jealous. Mm-hmm. I feel like Tom Brady is that guy for us now as adult. People like to come for him for anything he does now. Were the pitches weird and awkward? I don't think he's social media savvy. I think he's a little bit awkward on social media, period. Not just with his son, just period. And anything he does, people are going to like kind of tear it apart. He, that is his son. He's not a pedophile. He wasn't molesting his son. So please, people stop with that. He's loving with his son. I don't think that, I think people are making it more than what it was because it's Tom Brady. That's what I think. And they ain't got no daddy. Mm. And they ain't got no daddy. They ain't got no daddy that love him. Yeah. But I don't either, but I didn't think it was weird. Yeah, you are well, you okay, but the people that's complaining, that's because they never had a daddy love them right. Okay, moving on. All right, y'all. Uh let me get into this New Year's Eve. Y'all, CNN is not so CNN-ish on New Year's Eve. And Don Lemon, listen. He be getting very litty on these uh, shows. So CNN made the decision to ban their on-air talent from drinking alcohol during the New Year's Eve podcast, uh, broadcast, I'm sorry, but they still managed to miss an important part of of bringing in the new year, the countdown. Don Lemon, Don Turn of Lemon, who was reporting live from New Orleans, was so busy dancing to juveniles, back that ass up, that he missed the stroke of midnight, the countdown. And didn't acknowledge the start of the new year. What are your thoughts on CNN missing the countdown and bringing in the classic, bringing the new year with the classic? Q, let's start with you. What do you think about this? Listen, they might as well let them people drink if they still listen. <laughs> At least when they was drunk, they was hitting a note and making the mark. And if y'all think for one time when they was on commercial break or those cameras was not on them people, that those assistants was not passing them reporters flash. Or a red solo cup. Y'all got another thing coming. You know what? Things happen. It's the beauty of live television. And you know what? If we could not hit the countdown, at least let's pay homage to Juvenile and back that ass up. Don Lemon can't do no wrong in my book. CNN, I love how crazy and unscripted and off the cuff y'all New Year's thing is. CNN has actually created a trend now where we look forward to what craziness is going to go on. And I'm here for it. Leave Don alone. All right, Al, what you think? Mm, I don't know. You know, we do know that reports are coming out from Don's camp that Don was complaining the entire night about his mic and his headpiece is it wasn't working. Um, and he complained about it and they didn't do anything about it. But Claudia, you have hosted a million and two events. And if you get paid tons of money to make sure that you announce when the new year is supposed to happen the one thing you're supposed to do is make sure you announce that new year now how he missed that with that huge explosion behind him and all those fans in front of him screaming happy new year tends to lend me to believe that maybe 
he was sipping on a little something in the in the in the green room either door before the or after. it was the bad you know bad liquor tastes better than uh, <laughs> regular uh, better than liquor you allowed to have that bad liquor do something to you <laughs> but at the I'm going to say this I have been on live shows I broadcasted live from the Soul Train red carpet I've done all of that kind of stuff it is your producer's job to keep you on time it is right. you're not supposed to be looking at the clock it is your producer's job i think sometimes they let these things happen because we are talking about it now and guess what now we all, all want to watch next year to see if he does it i was in vegas with a very big a-list singer i don't know her and the countdown came she missed the whole countdown and then started it way after midnight like a minute and it was funny as hell but i found i felt cheated but like it is the person's job that brings you in right. Because they give you liquor, they give you bottles, they give you a table, and they tell you to, they want you to get lit. They got to keep you on point. A network like CNN, there's no excuse that Absolutely it's a producer's not. fault, not Don Lemon's fault. And well, they Claudia, you know, in a prompter. Claudia, you know these producers don't be paying attention. They be talking they to the broadcast. They be taking a <laughs> off the me. They be off mute. Like Joyce. They be off mute. <laughs> they be That's on right. the phone during, <laughs> during the broadcast. If our very own Joyce can keep her mic off while we did a little, did a little so, December 25th. Maybe, I, you know what? Maybe Joyce produced it. <laughs> <laughs> Don Lemon, we are not mad at you. It is Joyce's fault. It is Joyce's fault. Don Lemon hit his note. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick commercial break before Joyce gets mad at us. <laughs> we'll be right back after a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome back to TGIF, the very first show of 2023. Now, listen, y'all. Y'all been rocking with us for a couple years now. If you are enjoying the show, we would like to see some flames in the chats. We like to see some smiley faces, um, some fish. Those that know, know. Go ahead and put all kinds of things. Q, you know what that's about. I know what it is. Mm -hmm. Mm, Not me, girl. Hey, fish. <laughs> he is he, fish. <laughs> okay, anyways, let's get into this. Uh, listen, y'all. Uh, the tea doesn't sleep. Now it's a 24-7 affair. And you know what? I need to get my beauty sleep so I can do this show. Uh, that's why we're excited to partner with Ghostbed. Ghostbed is a family-owned business that has been designing high-quality sleep products for more than two decades and their 53,000 positive reviews show how awesome they are. Make that 53,000 and two and three. Now from luxury mattresses to premium sheets that get softer with every wash, Ghost Bed is the go-to for all things sleep. Now, plus if you sleep hot, every Ghost Bed, is, uh, every Ghost Bed mattress is designed with cooling in mind, including materials like their signature Ghost Ice Fabric. Now with GhostBed, you get fast and free shipping plus a 101 sleep trial with free returns. Like who does that? So trying out a new mattress is truly risk-free. Now you can even take their online quiz to find the deal, the ideal mattress for your sleeping style. Now for a limited time, our viewers can get 30% off GhostBed mattresses plus two free luxury pillows or Get 40% off when you bundle a mattress with their award-winning adjustable base. Use promo code T at ghostbed.com slash T to take advantage of the offer. That's ghostbed.com slash T with the promo code T. Now, if you don't believe me in my reading, you can listen to these two fellas that have actually received their Ghostbed products and are big fans of the Ghostbed uh, materials. Uh, let's start with you, Al. 
I know you sleep hot, you get migraines, you get all kind of. <laughs> you know, that. I get it all. I, you you know need extra me. cooling with all that high booty you got. So tell That's us right. how you can do it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm going to be nice, Claudia. I mean, I'm unlocking my better self, too. Oh, anyway, Lord. let me tell you something about those the ghost bed pillow. It's, it's, it's so amazing. It's very cooling. Like I said, it helps with my headache and it helps with my snoring. And I, I am convinced after reading some of those 53,000 reviews that I think I can get the same benefits from the mattress. And I, I promise you in 2023, this is something that I definitely want to explore more. Okay, cute. What do you think? Uh, do your gentlemen callers like your ghost bed products? Well, you know what? The one that I did last time for my pillow actually did. And I'm going to tell you something. Y'all always hear me talk about the squish of the pillow. Uh, but since I'm unlocking my better self, part of that is unlocking my better sleep. And I definitely think I would be interested in uh, the ghost bed mattress. If the pillow sleeps this well and it's only hugging my head and my neck and my shoulders, I could only imagine what the whole mattress would feel like all over my body. So for 2023, as I'm unlocking my better self and trying to unlock my better sleep, I definitely think I'm going to lean into that ghost bed mattress. Ghost bed. When I finally get my products, I know my area is difficult to deliver to. I am going to sing your praises because my two friends have told me how amazing your products are. So really ghost bed, check them out and get you a better sleep. All right, y'all moving on. Uh, Crystal Rock responded to the haters after she went viral for praise dancing to Tasha Cobb's hit song, Break Every Chain, where she also shared a snippet of her new gospel song, Hallelujah. Take a look. Now, fun facts. Uh, Christian wrote, fun facts. My first word was hallelujah. And I made a gospel song, hallelujah, in Jesus' name, this year, 2023. Will be nothing but abundance and more love, more life. Amen. Okay, I want to ask y'all, do y'all think Krishan is finally turning over a new leaf? I wouldn't give a good goddamn if she was, if she wasn't. Could we leave her toothless, snag a tooth ass in 2022? <laughs> leave. Her and blue face. I am... <laughs> Ooh, Lord. I'm here with you on this one. I am OD'd on the two of them. I promise you. It didn't just last week she released a sex tape of her and her ex boy. I mean, her and her boyfriend. Didn't they just? Didn't she just release that well, last I week? And this I week she's on her knees singing Hallelujah. I didn't catch that tea, but don't. I, I'm, I'm not understanding what's going on. I, what is she doing in the sex tape? I hope it ain't fellatio because don't nobody want to see no toothless fellatio. Actually, the toothless ones are the best. Well, I mean, but all of them got to be missing, not just the one. I mean. <laughs> That's like saying Black China. How's Black China, how's Black China been doing after her baptism? Something about the Navy. <laughs> I saw a picture of Krishan when she ran track and she was looking very healthy and vibrant. When I tell you, she looked gorgeous. She did. And, I saw that. And glowing and healthy. She's a hell of an athlete. This girl is strong. She's athletic as hell. And then to see the videos now where she's, I, I, I won't say she's an alcoholic because I don't know her. I, I just speak on her like that. But, you know, she's definitely, you know, partaking and drinking and whatever. And I just wish she could like just kind of just go back to the, like that track. She just looked like, she has such a bright future ahead of her. It's Can a some of the soulmates tell us where her tooth at? Like where? Why she at? hasn't gotten it fixed? No, she did. They say she be on the live unscrewing it out the thing and everything. I mean, somebody couldn't put her a tooth in her stocking for Christmas. Christmas just passed. I mean. Can, at least can somebody put one in her Easter egg for Easter? Like, mama, I'm an, I, I just never seen somebody so proud of being toothless. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I could almost rock with you if it was a side tooth because you could smile um, like this. I, I have a missing <laughs> side tooth because I'm waiting on my implant. But not a front. Like, girl, like, it's just 
gone. Like, what what are y'all doing? And if I was Blueface, I would tell her, you can't be out in the streets representing me like this with no tooth. And then you always fussing and fighting. I know that saliva be shooting through that open window. <laughs> you running around spreading COVID and God knows whatever else through that big sliding door that's right there. No, God. Like, why you saying hallelujah? You need to be on your knees praying for some teeth. I think he likes her like that, though. I think it's him that doesn't want her to put the tooth in. I, and I kind of feel like I'll it kind of cut it out. Her. Like, that's what the word on the street is, is that it's him that tells her not to put the tooth in. You know, it, it's so funny because something like a missing front tooth would honestly make me so self-conscious and insecure. It and it boggles me that she is just so like, I ain't got no tooth. And she's a pretty girl. Like normally pretty people tend to be a bit vain. You know what I'm saying? And she keeps her hair done, her nails done. She dresses on trend. She's got her jewelry on. But the one accessory that you need the most, you leave at home on top of the dresser. I'm just confused. But if you're in a controlling relationship where the guy wants to kind of keep you down a peg, this is just me assuming, of course, this is not a fact it would make sense. Like, I like when you wear your hair more plain. I like when you wear a baggy jean. Uh, you don't need to put the tooth in. You don't need to put that makeup on. You don't need to get your lashes done. It kind of feels like that to me. It feels like a gimmick to me. It feels like a gimmick to me. These two are very television savvy now. They give producers exactly what they want. I think she knows that the tooth creates a lot of conversation and controversy, and it keeps her mm, a little bit awkward and different and on the tongue, on the, you know, the mouth, in the mouth of a lot of people. And on the tooth, when she does have it, and it's a picture of him on the tooth. Oh, Lord Jesus, help me. Something about the name Jesus. <laughs> I, I don't love anybody that much, y'all. You used to, though. We've all done it before. I've never You're loved not, anyone. Not me, girl. No. Not me. You've, nev you've never been in a relationship where someone says, oh, I like it when you wear those, nope. those orange pants and nope. you wear them. Nope. Or, oh, I like it when you when you brush your hair that way and you brush your hair that way. Come I, I on, have never not anything. Y'all need to stop acting like no. Listen now, listen. If it's something that if it's something that boosted my image, absolutely. If somebody said, "Oh, I think those those jeans flatter you," absolutely. But I've never been blinded by love or that damn stupid to let somebody manipulate me into doing something that would reflect on me negatively. No, could nobody ever look me dead square in my face and tell me you look sexy with your snaggle tooth. I you like literally you were in a relationship where a man was dangling you off of a balcony by your neck. And you gonna tell me you've Bitch, never did you been... really just get your ass on here and tell my business? <laughs> what? Did you really just get on here and tell my business in the new year? No, you have told your business a hundred times, boy. You've been did you really just get on here and tell my business? You know what, Claudia? If you don't send this thing to commercial break, I'm gonna cut this ass out and we ain't even gonna have no show. Go ahead. Did you really just get on here and tell my business? Look, remember, and then after that, he got locked out, and that's the only reason he left. He's just on here telling all my business. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Al, did you really just tell all my business? You have told us all on this show. But then you leave you leave my business to me to tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel comfortable. I'm trying to unlock my better self, and you trying to take me back. <laughs> you called me a wallet stiller again at the top of a show, and see what you kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's safe to say that everyone on this panel has done stuff on out of character in the name of love or convenience or including marrying women. Ooh. On that note, we're going to take a quick Come commercial on, say, break. That one was weak, though. Welcome back to TGIF, our first show of 2023. Y'all, I asked for people to put things in the chat. There's all kinds of different fish in the chat, y'all, and ghost beds. Y'all are so shady. Look what at this fish? Hmm. You know it when you smell it. I'm not getting the joke, sorry. Those that know, know. Something about the name Jesus. You gonna put Jesus in this conversation? <laughs> On to the next thing, Claudia. 
Okay, speaking of the next thing, when it comes to relationship advice, I'm sure there are a select few that we trust to give us sound advice, right? Well, I don't think rapper Fivio Foreign can say the same because he tweeted, Future gave me relationship advice yesterday. Give it back. Would you guys be open to getting relationship advice from Future? Yeah, and yeah, what is the worst relationship advice you've ever received? I yeah, see you chopping at the bit, so go ahead, girl. No, that's like getting mental health advice from Britney Spears. Absolutely not, honey. <laughs> Give it back. Ball it up. Change your phone number. Tell him, get off your line. If unsolicited, don't whisper in my ear. Don't call my neighbor. Love, don't live here no more. Get from, go away from me. Witness Apollo, uh-uh. Get somebody else to do it. It's two people down there. Leave me alone. Future couldn't tell me the time. Future couldn't give me directions to the mailbox. Okay. I don't want nothing from Future. I don't want his hand. I don't want his advice. I don't want his love. I don't want nothing. No, no, no. Leave me alone. Okay. Okay. Al, would you take, listen, Al, I know you, you are a big supporter of the successful rich black man. <laughs> it pains you to say anything negative about them. Would you take relationship advice from Future? I mean, the thing that I think Future could give you advice on is, you know, how to bag some of the hottest women in entertainment from Sierra to Lori Harvey to all the ones in between, as well as how to, you know, shoot up the club and have a whole bunch of babies. Mm -mm. We just came out of three years of COVID. We ain't trying to shoot up the club and pay for all them kids. We trying to get our money back up. People broke. The world just opened back up. Rent high. No, we don't want this advice. We don't want none of it. Listen, y'all, the, the the toxic bad advice and like, uh, come on now. Like, is this really a thing? Advice from future about relationships? You've had nine different baby mamas, right? Nine, eight, ten, something like that. Obviously, nothing's landing. Like, you with the, no. Let me ask y'all this, though. Do y'all think as a society or as, as black culture, we villainize future more than we do Nick Cannon? And if so, why? Yeah, because Nick Cannon seems more polite. <laughs> right. So we're like, oh, well, he's sick. And, you know, maybe he's doing it to carry on his legacy. And with future, we're like, he's just ratchet. When really, at the end of the day, they're both kind of doing the same thing. We well, yeah, I'm gonna say, isn't it the same behavior? It is. Nick Nick does give me at least he show up to see the kids when he doing a new photo shoot with their mama. Future gives me he don't show up at all. He's just like, oh, you have the baby? Are you in labor? All right, then holler when you have it. Let me know if I'm. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see. He's not doing maternity shoots with all the women. Yeah. He's like, once he gets them pregnant, he don't like them no more. Well, I always say whenever I get relationship advice on my YouTube channel, the the, the quickest way to lose a man is to have a baby from him. But y'all don't y'all don't hear me. Mm. Okay, let's get into this Gabrielle Union story. No, okay. let's get into this commercial break, honey. Really? <laughs> Another one? All right, well, we'll take a commercial then. You got it. Take us a commercial then. Don't be like future. With that being said, <laughs> we'll be back with more TGIF after this. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Happy, happy, happy New Year. I'm here in Hollywood. I was uh, doing a Fox Soul family show. Hey, Jason. Hi. You want to say hi? Hi. Okay. Hey, Jason. Hi, Casey. Oh, bye. Okay. Anyways, anyways, a little surprise. All right, y'all, let's get into this Gabrielle Union tea. Okay, now listen, during an uh, appearance on Armchair Expert with Jack Shepard, Gabrielle Union says she felt entitled to cheat during her marriage to ex-NFL player Chris Howard, Union said, in our first marriage, neither of us felt like the marriage should get in the way of our dating. Gabrielle uh, Union continued, a part of it was like keeping up with the act his activities, like, oh, that's what you're doing? You're going to feel this one? Or I just feel entitled to feel it as well. Gabrielle also revealed that her marriage to Howard was dysfunctional from day one. What are your thoughts on Gabrielle opening up about her former marriage? And have you ever felt entitled to cheat on someone because you made more money than them? Al? Q? Well, I guess I could start by saying um, sometimes you feel like 
you probably don't have to follow as many rules if you make more money. Uh, but I've never felt entitled to cheat. Uh, with Gabrielle Union, something about her sharing this conversation on this podcast, this just kind of didn't settle well with me. We know that Gabrielle is very sophisticated when it comes to PR and when it comes to getting media attention. Something about this reads PR-ish. Something about this reads clout chasing. Something about this reads trying to get in front of a story, if you really want my true opinion. I think she's sharing this because we know Dwayne Wade uh, practiced infidelity during their marriage and she practiced infidelity during her, during her first marriage and I think something may be coming down the tube that she's just saying listen I may be getting back what I put out mm, Q what you be hearing on the streets of Miami because I, I I live in Dallas and I've been this stuff so what you know, you- I, I mean, you know it, it, the, the funny thing about it is uh, my friend was actually the chef for her and Dwayne when Dwayne was playing for uh, Miami, but I haven't heard anything about her. I, I, I want to tell you this, though. Here's my issue. I, I really don't care about her last marriage. It's troublesome to me that these days Gabrielle Union is beginning to be uh, more known for just things she's saying in the media than she is for her movies. Like, girl, shut up. We don't need to know your personal life. Get back to acting. Um, this stuff is irrelevant. If I was your pre, if I was your current husband, I'd actually have an attitude because you're out here talking about your old husband. Quiet as it's kept. I didn't even know she was married previously. This is my first time uh, even hearing of it. And it's just like, go make a movie or have another baby. Like, we don't care. Mm. Um, I used to see her around a lot in LA and I've had my run-ins with her and uh, we're supposed to have a sit down conversation at one point, but it never happened. And it's fine. It doesn't have to happen, but I I don't understand why she's bringing this out. But then again, I do have to be sympathetic because just because she's talking about something doesn't mean she initiated it. She could have been asked this in an interview and that's not really her fault. If she's being asked, she's answering a question, but I will just say this. We've all seen shenanigans in Hollywood and in Miami. And I'm going to leave it at that. Speaking of shenanigans, uh, Soulmates, we know you enjoy uh, hearing about funky shenanigans in the streets. So we're giving you some cute time with Funky Daniva. Cute, take it away. So I got an update for y'all. Y'all remember the boy who came to my house and we um, we had fool our lie that he needed some water for his car. So I was in the bar last week and out of nowhere, it it was when I came home from Tampa, I was tired off the road and he literally walked in the bar and grabbed my drink and went to drink it. And I looked at him and grabbed my drink back. I was like, ooh, monkeypox and COVID is out here. So then he said to the bartender, well, give me a drink on his tab. I said, absolutely not. That's not how this works. So he got mad and got up and walked out. When I looked outside the door, why his BMW was in front of the bar smoking. So then it was still smoking, y'all. All these months, it was still smoking. So then he walked back in and was like, can I talk to you outside? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, I drove all the way here to see you. I said, well, you didn't even know I was going to be here because I just got back from Tampa. And I said, if you was coming here to see me, why didn't you just call me? And he was like, because I lost your number. I said, well, keep it lost. And then he was like, um, I was like, can you just leave? Like, why are you here? You're making me uncomfortable. And he was like, well, you know what? I don't want you to think I'm staying because of you. I'm just waiting for my car to cool down. And once my car cool down, you'll never see me again. I was like, well, praise the Lord and leave me alone. <laughs> Do you have any gentlemen calls that have like a legit car situation? I do. The married they, one. They be needing water and oil changes oh, and listen, service. I'm trying to unlock my better self and hopefully part of that is unlocking better love, okay? I'm trying to work, work with me. Work with me. But his car was smoking real bad, y'all, in front of the bar. It was so funny. And he had no money. He tried to come in and get a bartender $2 for the drink that he ordered and couldn't pay for because I refused to pay for it Aww. or whatever. And it was just a really sad, well, I mean, it had nothing to do with me, but hey. Oh my God. Well, you know what? This has been a pleasure catching up with y'all. The first show of 2023. We have a lot of fun shows in store for y'all for this year. And Foxhole has a lot of great things in store for y'all. So please make sure you stick around and watch Kitchen Talk coming up next. And make sure you check in with us every Wednesday and Friday for TGIF 2023. We do the big y'all. Bye, Bye, soulmate. Bye, soulmate. Have a good night.